uh, I'll just get right into it <laughs> with this Spider-Man bullshit because uh, I'm pissed and uh, I called it I call this new Spider-Man movie the Spider-Man Awakens because it's the Force Awakens of Spider-Man. It's nothing but a cash grab on uh, gullible people who like Spider-Man, our favorite web-slinging superhero of the Marvel movie franchise, and his all-new action-adventure movie where he fights a new bad guy who's just a guy with wings. But the thing that really gripes me is the big twist in the new Don't Spider-Man movie. You can't spoil it, though. Well, well the, the, all right, how well, are we going to talk about this? If you haven't seen Spider-Man, go watch it, and then we'll talk about it. Because, all right, go ahead. The big twist is it's the same exact thing that happened in the first Spider-Man. All of Spider-Man's friends have parents who are bad guys. That's his life. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. Oh, my God. And I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to enjoy this twist, but all I can think about is the first Spider-Man movie that came out 15 years ago or whatever. Exact same thing, only it was better. Uh, and and everyone's right. going around sucking Spider-Man's dick. We look at the new Spider-Man movie. So fun and funny, and Sp- Spider-Man's great, and it's—I've seen it before. Uh, and you didn't like the movie then? It's perfectly fine as a movie, but uh, I'm not gonna. All right, well, folks, hail here it as I'll... you have is like the greatest superhero movie oh, since. I'll, I'll tell you guys exactly what, what goes on in Liam's head is when we walked out of the theater. He's like, oh, that was really good. No, 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 and no, no, then, no, 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 no. I said it was a good movie. No, I yeah, I asked you, I asked film. you what you thought on the way to Jimmy John's. He was like, oh yeah, it was really good. And then later, later yesterday, you're like. Oh, well, they completely ripped off what they did in the first one. It was still a fine movie, though. Now you're like, this is bullshit. It's a, it's a, it's The Force Awakens, but for Spider... Like, you just... Liam just does this thing where he sees people... Like, he sees a movie that's good, and he's like, oh, well, I'm going to be that edgy guy who hates it. That, name another example I'll, of when I've done that. I'll, the Force Awakens. Because well, The Force Awakens a isn't, isn't a steaming like pile of shit that you pretend I don't think is. Spider-Man is either. Yeah, but well, but the not, thing is, they're like... Not, they don't, they're just... I, uh, I would, give I us all your money for this movie that you... <laughs> But, have to see that you but I'd agree, see no matter I'd what. agree with you calling The Force Awakens a piece of shit, but I'm not Spider-Man because the only you have one singular comparison of why there, it's somewhat like, and it's not even a good one because nothing else about the movie stands out. No, though. no, listen. It's so, the, so what he's talking about? Movie. No, not at all. So what he's talking <laughs> about is uh, so Spider-Man's uh, the girl he's crushing on in this movie, Liz Allen. Who uh, so they Liz Allen, uh, her dad. Peter goes up to pick her up for homecoming, and someone answers the door. It's her dad, who is Michael Keaton, who is the Vulture. And Peter's like, "Oh shit, it's the Vulture." Maybe that sounds familiar. Liam Liam thinks that's too similar to uh, Norman Osborn being Harry Osborn's dad, which, like, it's the exact same thing. No, it's it's not the exact same thing at all because it's not like Harry, Harry already knew Norman Osborn for years before that. Harry was already, or Harry and Peter were friends for years before that. He wasn't taking Harry to homecoming. But it was still a revelation. It's like, oh, whoa. No, no it wasn't a revelation because it wasn't even a twist in that movie. Norman Osborn just becomes the Green Goblin. It's a twist to Peter Parker. You're just, see, that's, a, like, you have very little basis behind that. And then besides that, that that's, true, that's the only thing he says. The Force Awakens was pretty much the exact same plot of A New Hope. You're So by calling it The Force Awakens of Spider-Man, you're claiming that it has the exact same plot well, as it, the original it, it Spider-Man. Pretty much says where it's, was super, Uncle, it's a superhero movie. Where was Uncle Ben again? They, oh, he wasn't in there. <laughs> where, was, uh, where was the Uncle Ben's killer again? Otherwise, it's a, oh, it's a story there. about where a, was a him guy getting, learning where to use his powers, fighting a bad guy, and his friend's dad is a bad guy. Where was him getting the girl at the end? Oh, it didn't happen, huh? Well, 
<laughs> no. Yeah, see, it was completely different from every other Spider-Man They're probably movie. just and setting that up other... to make it more like the original Spider-Man, because Liz Allen's going to go off and become some villain now, because Spider-Man uh, uh, put her dad in jail. She's going to become... I don't know what Marvel's chick villains are like, but nah, she's going to become don't, one I don't think that's going to happen. That would we'll be pretty see. stupid. That would be a little out of character, too. Well, she didn't. Even... I don't think we've heard the last of... Liz Allen. Hopefully we have. They hinted at MJ, so see you, bitch. Peter didn't even seem too broken up about it when she left. No, <laughs> In the next scene, he was smiling and he's clapping. A, he's a 15-year-old. <laughs> he's got a short attention span. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, I, I just very, I really disagree with saying just because of that one thing. It's because other than that, like, what, do, do you hate fucking, uh, do you hate every superhero movie that comes out? Because they're all the same. No, but... Well, but, then why are you calling this a heaping pile of shit? <laughs> I, I think... Because of uh, uh, all the all the praise it's gotten, it's a little undeserved. I don't think it's, it's not a, a no one no one's saying it's like a perfect movie. People it's got are just a saying high it's, score it's, from critics. it's pretty refreshing to see one that doesn't fall into the same exact tropes as every other. It's just falling movie. into the same tropes as Spider-Man movies. But it's not though because it's it's a completely different story than we've ever seen in a Spider-Man movie. And don't th- when you simplify and say oh he catches the bad guy, sure, but the what bad else guy is different about it. Well, first of all, the bad guy in this one is just some, like, weapons dealer. He's not, like, a Green Goblin trying to... What the hell was a Green Goblin even trying to he do? He was just an asshole. I hardly, I hardly remember. <laughs> Him and Doc Ock... I don't know. Doc Ock was, I guess, trying to build some kind of machine. But the Green Goblin was just fucking stuff up because he was crazy. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. He wasn't he's, trying to take over the world. Yeah, there's... I guess that never really does happen in Spider-Man. But the thing... It's what It did well. It's the first Spider-Man movie that's actually in the Marvel Universe because before that, just Sony owned him. There were no other superheroes in that. Mm-hmm. Universe besides the X Men, I guess. Did they own X Men? No, that's Fox, right? I, I think it's Fox. Yeah, so no, yeah, it doesn't count. So, uh, so yeah, but so this is the first Spider Man entry in the Marvel Universe, and Marvel movies are okay, but also they tend to be very boring because they're especially the first entries because they're all just like, oh, he learns how to use his powers for the first hour and a half of the movie, and now and then he saves the day and defeats a villain and gets the girl, and the world is saved, and it's like this one's just like. Spider-Man already has his powers. He already knows how to use his powers. He's getting trained by Iron Man, and Iron Man's like, well, not really trained. He's like well, under he's super. Still, he's learning how to use his he, powers because he, he gets a new suit. He has to learn how to use some shit. With that that's so, that's so that's that all. It's the same thing. No, he gets a new suit that he ditches halfway through he the movie. He has to learn too. how to use it. Control his. He powers. just no, there's one scene where he's confused by. It. He never even learns it. The suit. Yeah, he well, gets yeah, rid he of it so fast. He, that's he like doesn't he tase the. The now you get, oh yeah he, he uses learns how to use it. webs but like you're you're simplifying it so much it's like we've taken the same thing we've the same block of a story and we've shifted it a little but the same it's the same makeup only it it, it it's a little different you understand but that like that wasn't supposed to be like Spider Man learns how to use his powers it was more just like oh he's got this new suit look he shouldn't have unlocked that because he what Spider Man did was he had his friend Ned hack into the suit and like unlock all these different abilities so what it was basically saying is that clearly he's not ready for that instead of oh now it's time for a training montage that didn't happen you know it was like he he fucked up and it was clearly he shouldn't have done that yeah but then he learned to use it no because he kept he he kept fucking him over it fucked him over like 10 times Well, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know about that. I don't know. He definitely learned how to use the the powers. He used of the suit. one of it correctly once, and then he lost the suit. I, was he was it? using all those different webs at the end. But no. Yeah. At the end, he was like throwing uh, weird different kinds of webs at people and stuff. 
Yeah, he was using the wrong because he kept fucking up and using the wrong kinds of webs, and he was like getting frustrated with it. At the end of the movie, he didn't have that suit, and he was just using his normal webs. Oh yeah, dumbass. <laughs> See, I think I think you're really uh, getting too heated over nothing here. I think it was uh, they did some unexpected stuff, which is to be for a Marvel movie to be out of the ordinary is something else for me. I wouldn't call it out of the ordinary. For a Marvel movie, I guess like they skipped the boring origin bullshit. No one cares about that, which and that in itself deserves a round of applause. Doesn't make a good movie. It was a fine movie. It was a fine movie. It's just uh, went from really good to fine. Well, good is the same as fine. Likes being edgy. I'm just saying. You know, you know what I do think is a movie that got way too much praise. Deadpool. Yes, that was like that was like overrated. funny if you're like a twelve year old. Yeah, like ah, I got a boner. <laughs> aren't I funny guy? I think people were just like ah, superheroes aren't supposed to say that. Yeah, this is hilarious. Well, that's all. I mean, that's pretty true to Deadpool, but it is a comic for twelve year olds. Yeah, but I was talking to my friend about it. And I'm like, it seemed like it was just trying so hard to be funny, like it that it just wasn't funny. And he's like, well, that's the point. And I'm like. <laughs> He's like, well, that's the point. Deadpool tries so hard to be funny. I'm like, well, that how is that likable? He's like, well, that's the point. It's, 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 about, to try. it's about to be a try hard. I just was like, I watched that movie and I was like, what the hell? Why do people like that so much again? Because they're 12. <laughs> but like, ever, it was R, so like, you had to be at least 17 to even see it. But I guess kids' parents will take them to see anything these days. Yeah. Like, um,. That that wonderful trailer we saw at the beginning. Oh, that 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 can't. I, I don't think that was supposed to air. I don't know. I'll, uh, you guys <laughs> should go. What was that movie called again? I don't know. It's got Queen Latifah and Jada Pinkett Smith in it, and they're it's going. A, it's like it's called it's like, like Black Girls Lady Night State. Out or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 it's a whole bunch of. I don't think I saw a single white person in the trailer. It no, seemed like no, it was no. a strictly black person movie. But the trailer introduced no kind of conflict or. Anything. <laughs> yeah, it was All just a trailer, bunch of. Yeah, it was just a bunch of ladies talking bunch of about old black ladies going like, "Ooh, I'm gonna get my cunt fucked tonight." <laughs> yeah, like they were saying some raunchy shit, and <laughs> yeah. we're in a, a theater for Spider Man. It's <laughs> yeah. a bunch of little kids yeah. around. What us. was Spider Man rated? <laughs> PG thirteen, I bet. I did, I did, see, I did like how Spider-Man 2 was, like, not afraid to, like, be kind of dirty, how, uh, that kid, Flash, kept calling him Penis Parker. I'll tell you one thing I didn't like about it was that they, instead of making Flash a jock, they decided to, it was a very odd decision, <laughs> because they, uh, the cast of this movie has a lot of diversity. I've never you seen can such tell, a diverse cast. <laughs> you can tell they were trying to make just, pretty much every character, besides Peter and Iron Man, were not white. So they they were clearly I can't think of, well then Michael Keaton was white yeah yeah that's what a lot of people uh, I saw an article written like well they might as well have gone all the way and just made uh, Spider Man black too and I was like well okay <laughs> I just don't see, like it seemed to me like that they definitely made an effort to make everyone not white but then they also wouldn't go as far to make the main characters not white so it's like they're still <laughs> they're still taking baby steps they might but like, you were saying about Flash Thompson instead of being like yeah a big, yeah uh, so they it's jock. like it's like they 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 tried to be like progressive with it but they also like were, they were also racist yeah. <laughs> because instead of Flash Thompson being a jock he's some nerdy guy who who's jealous that Peter's smarter than him he wants to be smarter well, than Peter but a, they make him Indian 
Yeah. So it's like, of course, instead, an Indian Flash Thompson can't be a jock. He, he better be a he better be a nerd. He doesn't like give Peter Parker wedgies or anything. He's like, hey, nice wrong answer, Peter Parker, <laughs> on the math question. <laughs> You're yeah. such an idiot. So it's like they're like, oh well, let's make Flash Thompson Indian. Why can Indian kids be bullies? But they're like, well, if he was Indian, wouldn't it make more sense for him to be like a math lead or something? Who gets mad that Peter's better than him in school? So you're almost there, uh, Marvel, yeah. but not quite. You're still somewhat racist. That was weird. Also, uh, not that I know much about Ned Leeds, but uh, you know Betty Brant in like the comics. No girl, she works at the Daily Bugle. In Spider Man, yeah, she was in like the Spider Man uh, with Tobey Maguire. She was in those ones, but I mean, in the comic, she was like Peter's girlfriend for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Ned Leeds is like some dude who ends up marrying her, and he's not—he's not like Peter's friend in high school or anything. But he's a—he uh, was not at all like that was Ned Leeds in the movie, not oh, at all like you. him. Yeah, I feel like the for some reason in these Spider Man movies, this is the third time it's been rebooted, and they seem—they seem to think that if they reuse characters, it's because, I mean, in some ways, yes, it is stale. Like, when they reused Harry Osborn in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 and he was some spaz. Yeah, that was... <laughs> but, yeah. but in this one, it's like, well, we've already done Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane. How, how about we do Liz Allen this time? It's like, who? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Liz I Allen, you know? Mary she Jane was in the was. comics. You didn't even know Gwen Stacy? No. Oh, well... Uh, I mean, I guess they, they won't reuse characters, but they have no problem reusing major plot points. <laughs> um, major plot points. <laughs> It was the thing is it was like that was major plot point in both movies, but they were just delivered and like the impact is so different. Yeah, I guess the impact's different. And the delivery, it's not like it was some big twist that Norman Osborn was Harry's dad because they both have the same last name and are clearly father and son. And it's not a big twist that Norman Osborn, like that Harry's dad, is the villain because we knew from the start we saw him become the villain. Yeah, but there's. Look, fine. And I'm really, I'm really stuck on what the Green Goblin's motivations were because I'm trying to remember. He was he just crazy and I, wanted I'm to blow shit sure. up. <laughs> didn't he get like? Uh, didn't he inject himself with something? Like yeah, he be super. Yeah, he, he wanted to get superpowers, asshole. but like, did, and was he wanted he not, to kill the Spider Man. I guess that was, was that his only motivation. Okay, fair enough. I don't think. See, I always thought those movies were a little bit overrated. Those first Spider Mans. I mean, the first Spider-Man. I haven't like, seen Spider-Man 2 in a long time, so I should rewatch it because everyone says that's the best one. But, like, the first one I watched on TV a few weeks ago, I was like, wow, this is not very TV good. TV probably cut all the good stuff, like the but it's full like, penetration stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, I was going to say, it's PG. There's nothing to cut. Um, what were we saying? Uh, oh, yeah, so they are like, well, we already did Mary Jane. We did Gwen Stacy. Well, how about we use Liz Allen? And next time they, they reboot got, it, are they going to do Betty Brandt or something? Well, they already got Mary Jane in there, only it's nothing like Mary Yeah, I, 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 I really Spider-Man hope, comics, I really hope they... Mary Jane's supposed to be a cute redhead. I really hope they don't end up together. Because at the end of this, girl named Michelle is like, oh, you can call me MJ. And she's like some edgy, nerdy yeah, girl like who's a, like obsessed oh, with I, Peter. Yeah, and uh, I like being the, the weird girl. That's not Mary Jane. She's like, I just like going to tension to look at people like that. Really? (laughs) Mary Jane would have never said that. Mary Jane was the girl next door. Yeah, and uh, I read that it's like, oh, no, she's not not Mary Jane. That's just supposed to remind you of the dynamic between those two. I'm like, what dynamic did we see in this movie again? She 
Yeah, she was just kind of... I don't know what her character was there she for. She was sort of rude to him. I guess she was the yeah. comedic relief in a movie that was already a comedy. So she, her character was very yeah. serious. <laughs> Plus it was like unfunny comedic relief yeah. in a movie that was already a comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's the least funny part All of she does comedy. is go like, hey, Peter, what's up? Oh, just kidding, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. I guess it's appealing to certain... Uh, I guess they were trying to. A, they they must have tried to appeal to the Looks only like something that tumblers. The only crowd they definitely didn't appeal to in this movie is like the white nationalist crowd, yeah. <laughs> because there aren't a whole lot of white people. But uh, everything else got appealed. Pretty to. much, yeah. There's like, man, they appealed to the edgy kids. They appealed to people who like uh, potty jokes. Actually, you know what? <laughs> you know what impressed me was that they. Uh, uh, I actually didn't think of this idea myself. I got it from half in the bag so i'm just gonna throw that out there until mm-hmm. i get before i get called out on it but like you know that scene where uh mary or uh aunt may walks in and peter's in his boxers yeah, they, they, it looks like it's gonna be a, yeah a it looks joke. like she's gonna be like oh gosh what's <laughs> going on here but she's like uh uh what's up man just sort of leaves yeah so i was wondering like did she, what did she say something no she completely ignored it at oh. the end she said you might want to put on some clothes oh right yeah um so, I guess she's fine with her son so I guess, banging his friend in the middle of the day. Yeah, so I guess I guess that was uh, them trying to be even more diverse yeah. and say, hmm, I guess Aunt May doesn't give a shit if he's getting plowed by Ned Leeds. Yeah. Good for her. <laughs> Literally, the second line in the movie is, actually, they're called Native <laughs> Americans. I mean, that's a little quick uh, with the... Yeah. <laughs> Well, the, that's when, that that's when I, I groaned at that. I was like, oh, here we go. This is gonna... But it... Besides that, you there really is only nothing. noticed that yeah. that one other line where they say that the Washington Monument was built by slaves. But you're like, there's a there's shaky history behind that. It turns yeah. out yeah. it's no one really knows if it was or not. Well, it's a it's a odd comment to make. Yeah. Well, uh, I just I was movie. just watching it. And it's like the yeah the second line in the movie is like someone someone said like oh it's the something about Indians and then this guy goes actually it's Native Americans. I was like well. Well, it's official. You can't enjoy anything anymore. Now Spider-Man <laughs> has to be a lesson in uh, social justice. Yeah. Now, but thankfully that did not continue. But. Spider-Man and his friends from every corner of the globe. <laughs> yeah. But uh, overall, fine film. You know, if you, I think even if you do think it was too similar, which like here's a here's an example of too similar is the Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, where they go through the whole boring origin story again for the first half of the movie, and then. Like there's a villain and that's it. Yeah. Well, of course that's much worse. Yeah, so I just I, I think I think though the best decision this movie made clearly was skipping the origin story beat and they, they didn't even like allude to Uncle Ben. They she like all they said was that one part like Aunt May's been through some shit. Yeah, that, we don't need to see that old geezer die for the third <laughs> time. Boy oh boy, well uh, we the other night sometimes you just get lessons. Uh, you just get a reminder from life that alcohol is indeed a poison that you're putting into your body. Someone poisoned us. Yeah, we Liam and I think we may have been poisoned. Uh, because, well, Henry threw up too, didn't he? I don't know. That was way earlier, though. <laughs> Liam and I each drank something that no one else drank <laughs> from a certain place that we discovered <laughs> and both felt awful the next day and it wasn't just like I didn't even have a headache like I wasn't hung over I just felt I like headache, I was going I, to die I, yeah I felt pretty terrible I went back to sleep because I thought I could just sleep it off and then I woke up and I went down to the bathroom and I was like eh. I was sweating but like I felt really cold and then I 
put my hand to my forehead and it felt like it must have been like 103 degrees i felt like i was like oh god this is it i'm gonna die on the floor here yacked up in the toilet and it's like it's not like i don't know what it was man well i'm never going to drink liquor out of that particular cabinet yeah neither am i Maybe we should press for some answers. Maybe just like, hey, it's not poison, duh. How about you <laughs> take a big swig from that, buddy? <laughs> I guess we're the we're to blame at the end of the day. Well, not if we can find someone else to blame. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, you have a favorite like album of all time? No. No? No, that's the end of that conversation <laughs> then. I was going to ask you about it. Cause I, have a, I sometimes think I do, but then I change my mind. It's like same with movies and songs. Yeah. Sometimes I think I have some people. Are, I saw someone say that like either. Uh, shit, I'm forgetting. But uh, either Bohemian Rhapsody or Hey Jude is the best to- song of all time, objectively. It's uh, sure do hear those songs a lot. Bohemian Rhapsody is pretty much an anthem. Epic. Yeah. Like Homer's Odyssey. Exactly. Uh, I don't know if I'd agree with Hey Jude. I never loved the Beatles all too much. In no. fact, I, I would say I hardly even like them. Yeah. <laughs> I understand what they did for the genre, but I, I don't know. I, uh, who was your favorite Beatle? Uh, I guess Paul McCartney. God. <laughs> you don't like Paul McCartney? No. Why He's not? Like the second worst Beatle. Who's the worst? John Lennon? Yeah. John Lennon uh, beat women, didn't he? Probably. Well, so you like George Harrison and Ringo? George Harrison is objectively the best Beatles. <laughs> what did he even do again? He was the funniest. I, I, I didn't see. I didn't know much about them, so. I, I watched a movie about them, and he, he was very funny. Ringo's just kind of like, I don't know, like you love your dog, and Ringo's like the, the Beatles. Yeah, well, dog. no, he really, he made out like a bandit. Like, I would love that job. He basically, the Beatles never had any intense drum tracks, mm-hmm. so like I would love to be in a band where I'm just, like, uh, the guy who's playing, like, rhythm guitar, easy as fuck, and just, like, along for the ride with these talented songwriters who are making shit tons of money. Yeah, like bad gig. That, that'd that be, like, the best job in the world. It's really good for a guy who looks like Ringo, otherwise <laughs> I don't think... No one really loves you in particular, <laughs> but, like, you're definitely making a lot of money. That's what I think, like, uh, lots of bands I see, I'm like, it doesn't seem like the drummer is given much input to writing these songs he's more just like the, he was their friend who played the drums and now he's in this gigantic band like, except for like seems Rush like a good deal and Neil Peart wrote like all their songs I'll listen to Rush Rush oh my god <laughs> Rush is the greatest Canadian band of all time nah man objectively oh, Steve Nash to... is the greatest Canadian basketball player of all time I was about to say that's Neutral Milk Hotel but I don't know if they're from Canada or America I no forget. question that Rush is oh, the greatest Canadian band let me find time. that out I don't actually listen to Rush so I can't say other yes or no you ever listen to Neutral Milk Hotel no never heard of them they uh ain't no Rush oh uh, yeah they're American I don't know why I was thinking they were Canadian for a second they're from Louisiana yeah I, I don't know why that <laughs> popped into my mind but uh they wrote like one album that was ba- they're basically famous for one album and they haven't done much since where it's like the whole album is just like a it's basically a, the theme is like the holocaust and it's like it basically the guy like red Anne frank's diary he's like this shit's fucked i'm writing an album 
and that's the you, what you thought was the greatest Canadian band of all time. Yeah, if they were Canadian. The well, I, what it, was it like? Yeah, I think I've, I've probably played it in the car with you before. How but, do you make uh, a Holocaust song? Uh, they're not all like very. They're all, it's a lot of metaphors, and uh, it's 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 not ex- like six million Jews died, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, Nah, it's really good. You should give her give oh, her a listen. That that I album that we... album's like a meme because of like everyone loves it so really? much. Yeah, it's a meme. Mm-hmm. Never heard People of like kind of goof on it sometimes. I know what I wanted to play now. Oh, Gotta look up yeah. uh, Alex Jones Bon Iver. Uh, oh boy, what's your internet browser? It's Chrome. <laughs> this is funny. So everyone knows Alex Jones, uh, the. Infowars, conspiracy theorists, uh, hype man, here we go. <laughs> this is uh, his rant turned into a, a Bon Iver song. T- turn it up. Absolute control. That's why we're just out here doing simple things, pointing out that we're meant to be in nature and be natural. And this is where we find the source that God made to transcend the new world order. And that's why they want to try to keep us out of it. I'm angry. <laughs> no, wait, you were showing me this other day, weren't you? Christian murderers gone, little giant death factories keeping babies alive. You're selling their body parts. What more <laughs> do you need to know about these people? I go out and face this stone. They literally crawl out from under rocks. They're green looking skin, and they run around screaming, We love Satan, we wanna eat baby. She sleeps in the same room with that creepy weirdo woman. Alright, what, what the hell is he talking about? Hillary sleeps in the same room as a woman with the hood over her head. I, I don't know. Let's try to decipher it. <laughs> what do you think it I have no idea. Uh, maybe he's... Uh, maybe they're uh, talking about, a, you know, that Huma woman married to Anthony Weiner. Maybe her uh, mom wears some kind of hood. She's still married to Anthony Weiner? I think so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you didn't know that? He hasn't had a good year, has he? He hasn't had a good decade. <laughs> we keep fucking up, doing the same thing. Yeah. What can you do? Uh, what? I don't... What was he talking about, like, the green-skinned people who live under rocks? I know he talks about lizard people sometimes, but I, he, he says he's got a video of them. Well, <laughs> he, 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 I think he was talking about... This is, of course, a mashup of yeah. something he said, but... uh. The the video I think he probably has of uh, the people who he thinks are harvesting baby parts, mm-hmm. um, which you know they live may- under rocks and they yell, "We love." <laughs> well, Satan. he exaggerates everything, of course, <laughs> uh, to help garner an audience for his uh, platform. But uh, you know, well, uh, hmm. I was about to say something. Now nah, nah, I'm blanking on it. Got a topic? Oh boy! Oh, remember? Uh, so the other night at our job, we work at that beer house, beer warehouse, rather. And I don't think we ever actually mentioned, but Liam did get a job there eventually. So uh, we're yeah. working the same hours now. And God damn it, we're trying to get started on To Catch a Frog, man. But we helped these uh, two individuals yep. uh, who were going to give us a camera, uh, make their little music video. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, oh, the video got made, but the lens on the camera apparently broke sometime between... The video being made, uh, sometimes in the editing process, yeah. somehow they broke the lens of the camera, and, and now so we can't have it. They're and, uh, working on fixing it, and we'll get it after that. But like we're kind of low on time; like we only have about a month left of summer. Yeah, one of those weeks we're going to be on vacation too. So, 
you're running out of time here. Yep. To catch a frogman. Gotta catch that baby fast, hopefully. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> it's stressing me out. Tell you what. Yeah. But, uh, I forget what I was talking about oh, again. Even though, Oh, right. So, yeah, the beer warehouse the other night. There's, in the back back row, there's, like, pallets upon pallets stacked on top of each other. And, uh, so this is, like, three pallets high. Each pallet has 100 beer cases on it. And two, one of them tipped over. And so two entire pallets with 100 beer cases on them were destroyed and like they spilled everywhere it just came it came down like a like a like a literally like a a building just getting pushed over by king kong or something and uh pushed over a building he was only 20 feet tall (laughs) (laughs) anyway maybe godzilla ah well he could if he rammed into one what kind of building really good (laughs) not like a skyscraper but like mcdonald's yeah. Topples, you just kind of smash it. Well, say like a like a five story uh, apartment complex. He couldn't knock it over. He'd smash into it. A couple a uh, couple of uh, <laughs> a couple of like hard rams. <laughs> five stories, so it's practically a square. Could he knock over a whole square, uproot the whole thing, and knock it over? If he, he would tried, just smash through the wall. If he tried hard enough, Godzilla could push over like a really tall building because as a, a all right, so it's like Godzilla gravity. pushing down the Empire State Building. Came down understand. like that. And uh, <laughs> I uh, big, big boom, and the, there's so much beer on the floor, cans everywhere, like carpeting the floor. And uh, I walked under it like 60 seconds before it tilted. And I was like, I didn't have one of those moments like, whoa, if I had walked by just a minute later, I would have died. It was more like, shit, I would have just gotten so rich. Well... <laughs> That would have been very hard for it to fall on you in a way that. It would yeah, have. but like, see, I just stuck my leg right under it and it hit my legs. Break my <laughs> leg, sure, that hurt. But man, would I have made a lot of workers' comp off that? Oh, you would have. Pro- probably wouldn't have had to work the rest of this summer or next summer. I wish. Would have been pretty nice. Um, I'm really hoping we find like buried treasure in the woods in Michigan or something, because that's, that's my. Only hope of like having a lot of money we for could, college. We could go fishing and see if we can sell some fish to people. Um, that might that might work. Yeah, let's catch do it. some uh, catch some trout's, sell them to the locals. That's all. Not a bad idea. <laughs> Not sure we'd make, make a killing doing, fish that. doing that. You think so? Big fish. I don't no, know. If alligators are expensive. all that big, and oh, we can definitely nab some alligators if we went down to like Florida. Yeah. How much do they sell for? Probably a lot. Yeah, it wouldn't even, stuff wouldn't even be that hard. You just gotta, like, get some tape over its mouth or something. Yeah. Well, I know exactly how to do it, because I watch swamp people. You leave, you leave uh, like, meat on a hook dangling from a tree in the swamp, and then the alligators get hooked on it. And then you come back later, and you, you grab the line with the alligator on the hook, and you, like, you wrestle the alligator to the side of the boat, and then someone shoots it in the head with a rifle. Oh, man. Why don't they just shoot it while it's dangling? Because it's underwater. Oh. Yeah, and it drags underwater, and okay. then they gotta pull it up to the boat. Huh, so it's not like a, it's not like a bringing it alive kind of deal. We just gotta kill it? Yeah. I could kill an alligator easy. Yeah. Just give me, like, a gun. <laughs> yeah, no, it's no problem. We gotta head down to Louisiana or something. You ever seen Super Gator? No. What is that, like, a Lake Placid? Oh, it's got a, it's a movie, it's got a, like, a 30-foot-long alligator. Is it one of those sci-fi asylum movies? Yes. <laughs> it was awesome. You ever seen, uh, Sharktopus versus, uh, I can't remember what he fought. Uh, 
some kind of python monster that, that was half python, half something else. I've never seen it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm down to bag some gators, though. I'm not one of those uh, big animal rights activists, to be quite honest. I do, I do think no it's rights. a bit fucked up to go out and like the the safari and like kill rhinos and shit. Yeah, but that's illegal unless you pay like thousands of dollars. Oh, to really? Conservation efforts for rhinos. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, d- go ahead then. <laughs> pay your due. I always thought it would be. I think I mentioned this before. It'd be really cool to be, have a rhino as a pet and like ride on top of it like an elephant. Yeah. They're basically elephants, but with horns instead of uh, long noses, right? And tusks. And they don't have ears as big. Yeah, I, I guess they are that. Besides that, they pretty much look just <laughs> they're like just, them. They're really they're just giant African horned pigs. Yeah, I guess so. They're like big boar. Yeah. Just ride one. Imagine like a uh, Johnny, the jock from school, throw drives by in his uh, convertible and throws a milkshake at your head, and you hop on your rhino and just stomp on his car yeah. outside the malt store. Corn with the yeah. horn. See you next time, Johnny. See you, Flash Thompson. Oh, wait. <laughs> Flash Thompson's a nerd now. Yeah. No, now Flash, Flash Thompson can't be criticized because he's a minority. <laughs> in, the, in the next reboot of Spider-Man, it's, Flash Thompson is going to be wheelchair-bound. <laughs> yeah. And speak Spider through... Man, <laughs> yeah, speak through... Yeah, speak through... going to be like Stephen Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> Penis Parker. See, the thing is, like, it's so unreal. That movie is just, like, kind of unrealistic how, like, oh, Flash Thompson's a big nerd, but he's also popular because he, like, unites all the kids in bullying Peter. A, I guess he had a lot of money. That was why people liked yeah, him. Yeah, because he's, like, a DJ. It's called DJ Flash. Not a very creative name. <laughs> no. Nope. Man. But I think we can all uh, That's like understand the... Peter Parker's plight of the Indian high school bully. We've yeah. all been there. Yeah. We all know an Indian who's an asshole. I don't think I do. Which I, I suppose you're being sarcastic, <laughs> yeah. but now I think of it. Very nice very people. Very kind people. Except they don't tip well at restaurants. No? No. Oh, well. <laughs> Jeez. Well, what can you say? First, um, first night I ever worked at a restaurant, there was a table of 20 Indians, and it was madness. Never seen anything like it, and they didn't tip. Wow. Not one dollar. Oh, very. I mean, when you say they don't tip, it's it's like they tip like five percent. Ah, jeez, that's rough. Yeah, I guess they don't tip in India. It's a it's an American thing. Huh. Yeah. Well, they probably don't. Lots of restaurants overseas don't tip, right? Or I mean, they just pay their I don't know waiters and waitresses more. Don't know. Never been outside of the country. I've been to Canada once. America light. But I'd like to go to Canada someday. It was a fine place. Tell you that much. Where'd you go? We went to uh, Niagara Falls first, then we went to, which is right next to America. But then we went to uh, Toronto. I think Vancouver too. You went to Toronto and Vancouver. Yeah, we were driving a long ways. You drove that far? Maybe not Vancouver. <laughs> we went to Toronto for sure. We went, uh, but I know, like every everywhere we went, it was like a four to f- six hour drive in between. Like, we were definitely driving long ways. Well, you went from Toronto to Vancouver. That's like going from Detroit to Seattle. Okay, so we didn't do that. What was it then? Shit. Uh, yeah, I was only like seven when we went, so I wasn't like landmark and shit. But I do remember uh, we were driving on the highway, and it, we, I, my brother and I had to piss real bad. And we, we were just like, it's the Canadian wilderness. We couldn't see anything. So my parents just pulled over, and we just peed on the side of the road. No one even saw us. That's how few people are out there. Yeah, it's a bit- got a smaller population in California. You could get lost out there, folks. 
Yeah, it's a spooky place. Well, speaking of Lost, I've been uh, re-watching Lost, the show, Yeah. as of late, and I've been watching it kind of slowly because lots of it is boring, and uh, so I've just been like skipping around. I tell you what, the season three finale of that show probably has the greatest twist of television of all time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spoil it for you because I don't think you'll ever watch it. I'll spoil it for our guests, too. But uh, So... It's uh every single episode of Lost has a flashback in it. Like that's the thing. Like it's it's always about a certain character in there. It's like shows what they did before the island. And so the main character's name is Jack and the season 3 finale starts with a flashback of him and it's like kind of weird in comparison to all the other ones and like the whole the whole point of the show is like they're trying to get out the island. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's at least for a while. That's the main driving force and at the end of season three, they're, like, finally getting close to getting off the island. Like, someone came in a helicopter, and it's, like, they're trying to radio into uh, the boat they came on. And uh, so the whole the flashback with Jack, and he's got, like, this beard, and he's, like, doing drugs and shit. And you can tell he's, like, depressed, and he, like, tries to kill himself in it. And then uh, at the end of it, he calls someone. He's, like, hey, I need to meet up with you. And uh, he meets up with this lady at an airport, and it's Kate who's, like, another character who crashed in the island, you realize, oh, shit, it's a flash forward. And so he's, like, basically, like, Kate, we weren't supposed to leave the island, and, like, we have to go back. And she's, like, why? And he's, like, we have to go back. And then it's, it's, it's fucking haunting if you if you see the show all the way through because it's, like, holy shit, they do get off the island, but now they want to go back. Best twist of all time. That's the twist? Yeah, well, the I mean, the whole episode, you oh, don't know it's a flash forward. You think it's a flashback, and oh. then he's, like, turns out it's not. I, didn't the show like go off the rails after that yes the well i mean at the end of the day the whole show is like good to watch all the way through but if you're watching it for a, a survival island adventure you should stop after the first season oh yep because at first it's kind of fun they're like oh where we need to get food and water that but then it's like oh we have food and water and it, it's never brought up again and uh <laughs> Now there's uh, electricity and uh, sounds pretty nice. Guns and <laughs> well, that's what they kind of realize. Is most of them all they all have shitty lives off outside the island, and so like once they leave, they're like, "Huh, sure was nice living there." And all we had to do was sit around and eat food and not pay taxes. And yeah, they had like they found like a hatch that had like electricity and running water and stuff. Everything a man could ask for. Mm-hmm. But then they all go back. They like. Jack brings half of them, like, only six of them get off the island, and the rest of them, like, stay there, because they, like, escape on a helicopter, and it's, like, the helicopter goes down. They can't Mm. find the island again, because it's, like, magic and moves around and shit, and, uh, yeah, it's hard to explain, but, uh, (laughs) but so six of them get off the island, and Jack convinces everyone to come back with some crazy schemes, like, we have to go back to save the rest of them, and then they all go back, and almost all of them die anyway, so, hooray. That show, like, it really was, like, the story was just so hard to follow. Sounds confusing. Yeah, almost as hard to follow as Game of Thrones, but not quite. Uh, it's just... How'd you like the season hard. 7 premiere? Did you watch it? Yeah. It was, uh, it was a good episode. Not much happened, mm-hmm. you know, but it was still entertaining. I, I bought a external DVD player for this laptop, because apparently they don't make, make laptops with DVD players no more. Liam lent me all six seasons of Game of Thrones, and it's just a bitch to watch, because I have to go all the way downstairs and watch it on a DVD player. That is a hike. Yeah, it's a hike. Well, also, there's, like, always people bumbling around downstairs, and there's a sex scene every other scene in that damn show. Yeah. It's just a little awkward. Every time my parents have walked in while I've been watching it, it's been during a sex scene. (laughs) (laughs) It's so uncomfortable. Well. Developing feelings like that, Cal. What? Your parents see you watching 
Just cut this part from the what? from the podcast. What? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Cut this section. Why? What did you What did you say? Didn't land. I didn't hear you. Anyway, I'll just cut it. <laughs> well, got anything else you want to lay out for us? I guess that's. Oh, that's speaking of laid out, have you uh, seen those videos of people just running their friends over with golf carts? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I saw man, that one with the kid are, with the broken leg. I don't know if we're talking about the same one, but my cousin and I were just watching a bunch of them last night, and holy shit, are they funny. It's uh, such a t- horrible trend because it's like someone's, I mean, it, it well, looks like... you didn't see like, the video of the kid who got his leg snapped in half? No, shit, let's find that one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is probably not too fun to listen to on the podcast. Yeah. There's no visual component. Well, I'll tell you what, gang. That's uh, just the way she goes. 